Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Noodling with Josh. My name is Josh Ivan Noodle, again, making me uniquely qualified to host this podcast. <laughs> I had an awesome time interviewing Adela Reno. I can't roll my R's, never be able to, sorry about that, Adela. And we talk about everything. I know I say that every time, but this is pure stream of consciousness, and if you're not a fan, uh, buckle in. We talk about literally everything from depression to living in Vegas to boob reductions. I mean, we go all over the place. You're going to have fun. You're going to enjoy tuning in. Um, there are a couple links that I'll need to add to my Twitter. If you are not following, you should be following me on at Josh the Weaver, um, your favorite social. And really, I know I ask this a lot, but please, more feedback. I love it. I appreciate it. If you want to be on the show, if you have thoughts on what could make the show better, I'm all ears. Seriously, all ears. Hit me up. Let me know what I can do. Let me know if you want to be on the show and you want to talk. Give me a little history lesson about yourself. I love it. I would love to have you on the show one more time at Josh the Weaver. We really do have a good time talking, and I'm stoked for you to tune in. So without further ado, hit the theme. and welcome to another episode of Noodling with Josh. Do you like how I just like turn it on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's creepy, isn't it? Yeah, it's weird. I know. We're just staring in your eyes as I just go from talking normally to like announcer voice. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Okay. Welcome to Noodling with Josh. No, I have a wonderful guest in the studio. <laughs> Again, I do that to everybody. No, it's it's now turning into a studio. It's a studio. It Thank works. You. We'll God, call it I, a, I it's need a studio. That, I need that constant reaffirmation. You know. To make it feel better that I'm recording out of my bedroom. Shh, it's a studio. It's fine. Thank you. Thank you. Everybody, I have an incredible guest today. Um, I talked about her in the intro quite a bit. Her name is Adela, and she is a badass. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Josh. I stopped saying last names because I don't want to mispronounce it. So. Well, that's good. I also appreciate that you just don't, you just don't try and butcher it because yeah. it's been a lifelong thing. Okay, so what's your last name? Moreno. Moreno. And that's spelled in the where it's like Marina, like it's pronounced Moreno, but because wow. it's Spanish, no people thanks. can't spa- yeah. can't spa- can't say it right. Can't speak it. So there you go. But uh yeah, it's it's been a sore spot since I was young. So I'm I just so sorry. tell people Moreno. They're like what? Moreno. More N O. Literally Moron O. There you, you go. Close enough. Right? <laughs> you are a moron O. Um, I've never been able to roll my R's, so I I, I, can't, I apologize. That's my fine. Most best people can't. In the world is Spanish speaking. <laughs> yeah, and she's tried so hard to teach me, and I, I still can't. Some people all. just don't have the tongue dexterity, Josh. All right, and that's the end of this episode. Get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's not true. Well, I'm just saying, if well, you, you could, you would roll your R's. I'm not even gonna try. Don't. I'm not even gonna dignify that with the response. Well, you already did, I know. so. Good job. <laughs> All right. Well, this is a great start to the episode. Um, I I brought Adele here because I am going to go ahead and say that we're the same person in two different genders. Yeah. Yeah, yep. pretty much. Yeah. And I think we both realize that without even 
mm-hmm. telling each other until just now. It's like somebody split our bodies. They were they like, a here's a penis and here's a vagina. Go for it. Yeah. See what you can do with it. God's like, wait, wait, which one of us is older? You are. So God's like, that Josh, let's make a chick version of that and see what happens. Yeah. And he's like, oh shit, not again. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so after Adela, he literally broke the mold. Yeah, no, there's probably a few more. There's probably a few more of us. A couple non non-binary, all those other peeps. You know what? That would be funny if there was a version of us in like every skin of the LBGTQ, every, like everybody. all the way down. Just all the way down. Oh, man. Can't wait to meet them. I know. That'd be one big happy family. It'd be yeah. like the cool, updated Partridge family. Yes. Let's find it and make a band. Okay, we're going to fuck up the world. Let's do this. Let's do it. So uh, I brought Adela uh, on the show because she's been one of the coolest people that I've met in my eight years in Vegas. And the best part about it is she's cool from afar uh, in the sense that like we've barely hung out. We've talked, we mesh a bunch and whenever we do, it's an awesome time. But you're one of those people who I like can admire from afar. Yeah, same. You have this personality that is infectious from the other side of the room. So yeah. So the more we got to talk, the more I was just like, this is someone who needs to be on the show because I want to, showcase her awesomeness but um this is my show and i get to ask everyone one question that i've always been curious about and this is what i wasn't going to tell you because i want your honest answer okay um i don't get to ask everybody this what was your first impression or what was the first impression of when we met like do you remember the first time we met oh god um it's always a weird story and i don't i don't don't know if i officially remember meeting you i think there was just a time when I did know who you were, and then you existed. Yeah. I don't remember if like a formal introduction. Right. I'm pretty sure there was emails back and forth when I was on travel or yeah. doing something at Zappos. Um, but yeah, I don't remember an actual formal introduction. I think our meeting at Brooklyn Bowl <laughs> oh, man. was yeah. probably our first, like, hey, we're the same person. Let's That's go right. hang out, meet up. But I don't know. You were cool. I always, I always admired your work when you were at Zappos. I always thought the stuff you were doing was cool, but I don't know. And that's the section that I call Josh is mental masturbation. Like, I like hearing. No, I'm kidding. I'm gonna skip that. Do you want me to keep telling you how much? Yeah, keep going. You're great. How great am I? Are you? Are you great? I don't know. You tell me. I don't know. I can't tell you. Okay. <laughs> this is getting weird and might not be fit for public by the end of this. I don't know. I think it will be. I got to keep my pants on. We're good. But We're what? Good. I put on pants on for you. I know, and I appreciate that greatly. I, I, I love most, it when people wear pants around me. One thing that most people don't say about the podcast is when I'm here, I'm fully nude, just sitting at this desk interviewing people. So I, I feel bad for them. Dressed for you. Most of them like it. They don't even... I mean, I don't feel bad for them. I just, like, I can understand where they might be like, this is a little weird, but I'm going to roll with it because I don't really have a choice. And they're like, do I talk about it on the podcast? I just be I like, just... I see your dick right now. I have pants on. How? I can see through things. Oh, man. Then I what got, was like, the point of putting on pants? I don't fucking know. Okay. All right. <laughs> we're, we are totally off track. And by that, <laughs> I mean, there's no actual track, so we're going to stay off track. Okay. Let's go back to when you were born. Yeah, that was a very long time ago, like no. 24 whole years ago. Like, fuck, man, I'm old. One of the th- <laughs> as, a, as one of the youngest people on this show, you're not allowed to say that. Um, <laughs> one of the things like I like the podcast and one of the reasons I wanted to do this podcast is I like hearing the history of people. And yeah. you can talk to someone and be friends with someone and you never get back to like the whole beginning of things. Mm-hmm. So I want to start like 
Tell me about Baby Adela. Tell everyone listening. I don't know. Baby, Baby Adela, Adela was like super duper smart. She yep. was just as fucking stubborn as I am now. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I was born here in Vegas. Yep. Three weeks later, we moved back to Colorado to be around my dad's family. How long were you in Colorado for? 18 years. Very cool. Okay, so, so I went to school, Vegas. born here, raised in Colorado, but I've got family here. So yeah. we were in Vegas every six months for vacation, for yeah. visiting and all that fun stuff. So I knew that's a lot. Be, that's going to be fun though, really quick. Like when we went to grandma's house, it was us driving up north. Yeah. You're going to grandma's house in Vegas. Yeah. They lived actually out in Overton. It's about an hour outside of Vegas. Okay. It's about 20 degrees hotter oh. and just that's as gross. So... <sighs> We would come into town to visit my aunt um, and just hang out. Like, summers weren't the most fun. I don't really know. My childhood was weird. What? <laughs> what is it like being a child and coming to Vegas where you can't do anything? The worst. The worst. It was the worst. No, like, it... We would go every once in a while on other side vacations. Like, we went to the Arches once. We went to Glenwood Springs okay, once. yeah. That's all I remember. Everything else was coming to Vegas for holidays, yeah. for birthdays, for vacation in the summertime. And as a kid, I knew about all these other things that like Vegas local kids get to do. Yeah. Apparently, there's a skating rink. There's this Crystal Palace thing. Wet and, and Wild. Now, I hear a lot I got about. to go to Wet and Wild when it was still on the Strip, though. The, the OG one. The OG one. Because that's the one thing that I will say all Vegas locals bring up. In is is how to test if you're a true local is mm-hmm. like did you go to the Wet and Wild on yeah, the Strip? Yeah, I did. I went to the Wet and Wild on the Strip, and my favorite thing about coming to Vegas was going to Circus Circus as a child. Like, I, okay. I got to go to Circus Circus at least once a year, only because like my parents were sick of hearing us whine. <laughs> but I didn't actually find out about the Midway at Circus Circus until I was in high school, and my sister and her husband took me. Really? Yeah, it's my absolute favorite place in the entire city okay it's just a whole bunch of games yep. most of them are quarter games oh, yeah. and it's just it's the ultimate arcade for me yeah because it's a lot of skill games and mm-hmm. i like to show off i'm not even gonna be bashful about that but like yeah. i loved it as soon as i found out about it that's all it, that's where i take dates that's where i go do things but you know I like yeah. How there's yeah, there's a lot of subtext to that, and I, I appreciate. It. Yeah, um, absolutely. You know, you do what you got to do. <laughs> like, if you were to take me to Disneyland versus Circus Circus, I would st- I would pick Circus Circus a thousand to one. I guarantee you're the only person I'll ever hear say that. I don't like Disneyland. No, I've heard other people say that, it's but I've never okay. heard people say that I prefer Circus Circus. I prefer Circus Circus to Disneyland. Shorter That's... lines, inside, no sun. Okay, now it does start sounding better. There's less mm. children, too, because most of them can't ride the rides. Hmm, might be selling this for me. See, there's a reason I got my tubes tied at 21. I don't want children, and I don't like to be around them. You get your tubes tied at 21? Yeah. Well, I was going to say why, but you just explained perfectly. Mm-hmm. But w- what was that thought process like? It was just like, you know what? No. Well, I was very adamant about not taking birth control because I didn't want the hormones, but I didn't want to be pregnant. And the only other option was an IUD and the entire idea of having that in my body just scares me. Yeah. When you really think about it's scarier to have, it's, it's just as scary to have an IUD in my body as it is to think about being pregnant. Like those two are equal to me. And when you think about like when you brass tacks, like when you think about what it is and it's just, yeah, no, the technology is amazing. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. So when it came down to it, I researched it for years on end. Um, I walked into my guy knows office and he's like, 
I wrote down on the paperwork. They're like, okay, so it looks like your visit today is about birth control. What you looking at? And I was like, permanent. He's like, okay, so no babies. I was like, mm-mm. He's like, you don't have any kids yet. And I was like, nope. He's like, okay, we'll call your insurance. No questions asked. That's amazing. He um, is actually my aunt's gyno, and he tied her tubes at 29. She's 56 now. Oh, that's awesome. So in that almost 30 years, he has not changed his mindset, which is very rare to find not only in any male doctor or any white male doctor, just like in general, a person who takes their patient and listens Man, that, so. yeah, no, I that is very rare. So that's awesome that you found that. Yeah. So I, I mean, you're on. This is three years later, and mm-hmm. still no looking back. Is there something that you think would make you ever change your mind and to have it reverse, or is it no? Like, no I would never just, carry my own child. The okay. uh, the other way that I did get him to be like 100 percent okay with actually performing the procedure was sure. telling him that I would adopt. Oh, cool. If that's really it came cool. down to it, but the thing is, is like I'd rather foster. Like I've thought about this a lot. I'd like yeah. to foster like almost high school age students get them through the system get them through into a better life and regardless of whether or not they like me after it like i don't give a shit no just let just like i'm here to to help you to get to college or to get into the workforce but like i know that not everybody wants that but like i'd like to foster if i was going to do that that's awesome maybe eventually adopt a couple of them that's incredible we jumped from you as a child to you getting your tubes tied so i feel like we missed a couple things in the middle you want to go back or should we keep going? Well, we mean, we can go back. I've jumped back and forth between Vegas. Like, I moved around a lot as a kid, but I still stayed in the same city. Okay. So you're still in Colorado growing up, which is by far one of my favorite states. Yeah. So the town I grew up in is called Durango, and it's a tiny little town. There's okay. about maybe now 20,000 people there. Really? Um, seven elementary schools, two middle schools, and a high school. Okay. So I... The way that I we lived as a kid, I ended up going to three three schools, four schools. Mm-hmm. I started out at one elementary school, yep. switched over after kindergarten. Um, the elementary school I actually ended up going to the entire time was across the street from my grandma's house. Yeah. So All we right. lived there for a couple of years on and off. Um, we had... A 20-acre plot of land. That's amazing. And it was all well water. So every once in a while, the well would dry up, so we'd have to go into town. Um, but yeah. Uh, it's lived. a fun old-timey sentence I haven't heard. Yeah, it was It was a... I had a very strange, eclectic childhood. It's hard to explain. Like, I'm the youngest of three. Yep. By 10 years from my sister, seven or three years from my brother. But my brother's my half-brother and lives in Oklahoma with his mother. So I only saw him during the summers. Yeah, okay. So my sister being out of the house... Yep. Him being in Oklahoma, I yeah. was raised as an only child. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. Um, I had a dog for companionship, but pretty much I was 13 miles out of town at one house. Yeah. And then after, during the middle of elementary school, we moved another 30 miles out of town, another direction yeah. for my dad's job. So I was isolated. I spent a lot of time reading. I, and it's, it's really funny you say that. And as you hear stories mm-hmm. like this, when I've been talking to people, yeah. little things like click. Mm-hmm. Like where it's just like that would make sense. You're a very creative person. You're a very outspoken person. You're a very like, in a weird way. And this is no in no way. Oh, I, I put don't down. take offense this to any. No of way it. I put down. Uh, it makes sense that you were raised as an only child. Just like the way that you're very self-contained. Mm-hmm. Like that's something that I've always admired about yeah. you. One issue that I have personally is that like, I feel like I I need to have someone need me. Oh. Yeah, it's a weird thing. It's a <laughs> My really dad is actually the same thing. way, so I get it. It's it's 
I'm fine being by myself, but I do so much better when I'm also helping someone else. Like when I have someone else who needs me, mm-hmm. I it's like it like it completes. But I I've always looked, and you were one person that I've looked to is like mm-hmm. this is what self contained happiness looks like. You're very good at like being you, and that's something that not a whole lot of people have the ability to do because they look towards other people for guidance. Mm. I, I, my last guest, her, her name was Andy, was, was yeah. also similar. She's very much like a her own person, F the system kind of thing. It took me a while to get here. I'm going to be 100% honest. Yeah. Like the last few years that I was at Zappos and the last fuck six years that I've been out in Vegas, I hate it. Yeah. I fucking hate Vegas. And I will tell everybody that from now until I leave because I've tried to leave unsuccessfully twice in the last year but the thing is is like i love the people that i have here oh yeah i have a very strong support system that i didn't realize i needed so that self-contained happiness is fueled by a very strong core of people that i didn't realize i had Oh, or yeah. needed, or needed to be around. I'm not saying that self-contained happiness means you don't need a support. No, no, system, no, 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 absolutely. That's just added love. Yeah, that you absolutely. Can take from. But it's one of those things where, like, I've always been the strong-willed go-getter, whatever you yeah. want to call it. My sister's favorite thing to do is tell me, "I can't tell you to do something because you won't do it. I have to tell you you can't do something, and then you'll go get it done." Mental note. So that's no, <laughs> not for you specifically, but that's really. It's one of those things where, like, if. If I'm told that I can't do something, yeah. I will do my absolute best to get it done. Yeah. You so, can't ride a motorcycle. You're just like, no, I can't watch. No, I will. My yeah. dad has one. It's, yeah. it's That's actually totally on my list of, of cars to get by the time I'm 30. So. I love it. All right. Um, you got but time. not in this city. Yeah. yeah. Definitely wrong city <laughs> for that. But uh, yeah. No, it's just one of those things where like I didn't realize how much I needed the people that I have here yep. until I left. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to touch on two points that you brought up. The first... Uh, where we met was Zappos. Yes. Uh, what did you do at Zappos? Fuck. Um, yeah, okay. I started. What didn't you do? Let's okay. Start there. No, no, no. <laughs> I started in the call center. Yeah. So the first six months I was just phones. Um, and then I spent a year with the order verification team. So mm. doing fraud and all that fun stuff. Yeah. From there, I jumped over to the travel team. I started out as an apprentice. Mm-hmm. So it was like a three month gig. And if they liked me, they kept me. So they did keep me. That's awesome. Um, from the time I was hired on full time, I think it was like August, August to November. Um, the other two people, one got fired, mm-hmm. one got moved back to the phones. Yeah. So from mid-November to December, mid-January, I was running the team by myself. The travel? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 1,600 people. One person. I was working so much overtime. I definitely emailed you at <laughs> 2 o'clock in the morning a couple times. I know. I know. I Everybody did. But it yep. wasn't a problem. It wasn't a problem until we hired somebody else to come in and then that blew up in our face. And then I ended up doing it again for another nine months by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so once I was done with travel due to differences in opinion about how life should work, yeah. um, I ended up phrase that. doing... <laughs> I ended up hopping over to the um, badging team. So you know what that is. Mm-hmm. It's Do you, the okay. simplest way to explain it is creating progression paths for people in a world where there is no progression. Yeah. 
And one thing that we at Zappa's, or one thing that Zappa's prides itself on is not having a hierarchical system. Which is the dumbest fucking thing in the entire planet. I love my people that are still there and I don't know how they do it, but Holacracy was the dumbest thing to happen to that company. And I'm sorry, but I stuck it out. I didn't take the offer. Uh I told myself I would stay. Now I get to say the things that I felt about it. Of course, absolutely, <laughs> and and I I would agree with with parts of it. And one thing that the holacracy takes away from a company mm-hmm. is a hierarchy. Mm-hmm. And again, we don't need a hierarchy, and by we I mean we as human beings no. don't need it to say like you know for worth purposes. We need it to say like what can I do next? Mm-hmm. Like what's my next? It's like we need taking something away the to ladder. reach for. Yeah, it's, it's like you're taking away the ladder, but you still need to get to the roof. Like, yep. what are you going to do? You're going to scale the wall sideways and hope for the best. Yeah, and just, and just pray. So I totally, yeah, so badging was an, it was an attempt to create they're still trying some nothing. new stuff. The people that I was on the team with are still going at it. I don't know exactly what they're doing. I don't really care. Yeah, no. <laughs> All right, well, we'll as long as forward. no, as long as people are getting paid for what they're doing, fine. That's all I ever wanted for that. No comments and on that. It wasn't happening. No comment on that. Um, Make so all the comments on that. But anyway, <laughs> whoo! Oh now that we're done bashing that job. So the the other thing that you <laughs> brought, <laughs> I've, and I've, I derailed the podcast. I haven't even started. I have so much I can talk about. That I, I never know will until someone gets me drunk and interviews me. Um, I can do that. Well, we'll see. Um, <laughs> I don't think I'll ever let someone do that to me. You have to keep your pants on, though, so it'll be fine. We'll see. You'll That's be fine. how it wouldn't work. We'll figure it out. No, we'll figure it out. Um, <laughs> so the one thing that you brought up is that you've tried to leave Vegas unsuccessfully. So the first time I left, um, I had I had one friend from my high school mm-hmm. that I actually stayed in contact with yeah. over the last six years. Um, I didn't like people in high school. I had like three friends. That happens. That's high schools. Well, it's not even that. Like I just didn't, I didn't enjoy other people's company. I was on speech and debate. I was a nerdy weirdo. I had, I had way too much shit going on in my life. I was working two jobs, doing sports and keeping a full load of classes my senior year. I had no time for people. I didn't give a shit. Jesus. I literally packed up my stuff and left the day after I graduated high school and came out here. So the one friend I did stay in contact with, she and I, from the moment we met freshman year, had yeah. planned to eventually live together in some capacity, sure. like traveling the world yeah, or after graduation from college and all this other fun stuff. So she went to school. I yeah. went to work at Zappos. Uh-huh. Um, she finished up her degree last year and we decided, OK, cool. What are we going to do next? She's like, well, I got into grad school. Let's do that. And I was like, that's dope. Yeah. Where at? Where are we going? Salt Lake City. Very cool. I was like, that's out of the norm for me, but I will figure it out. Yeah. I went up there. I was up there for a little bit. Apparently, she met some dude while she was doing some stuff. And through the process of like a week and a half, two weeks, they decided that I didn't need to live there anymore and kicked me out of my apartment. Mm. So instead of fighting it and living in a very hostile environment, I packed up my shit, moved to Colorado with my parents for a hot minute. Got a call, came back to Vegas, worked on the uh, most recent election. Um, Which was, I mean, what did you do for the election? Because I, I managed a canvas of over 100 people. That was really cool. It was a lot of work. It was really cool watching you do that, too. Like, through your session. So much work. Jesus Christ. I don't even, I don't know how I made it through that time. We were working, like, 17-hour days, seven days a week. Oh, man. 
and I'm not exaggerating. Like I'd get up in the morning at like eight o'clock. I would get home maybe at midnight if I was lucky. Yeah. And then I'd stay up to like three or four falling asleep on my keyboard. Like I cannot mm. tell you how many times I lost documents because I was asleep on my fucking computer. Yeah, you just fell asleep on the delete button. I was so oh, mad. God. But like it was it was probably one of the most instructional times of my life. Like oh, yeah. I learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot about other people. I learned a lot about like the world. I yes. So it was good. I can, I can absolutely see that. <laughs> I, so my background's in PR and political science. and every Which is time, what I'm going to school for, so kudos. Oh, very cool. Probably every sad. time you, uh, an election comes around and the, you know, the, the side of me that like, gets ignited with, like, I want to do this, I want to work for. I had a friend who ran for assemblyman and I was stoked. And then like midway through, I'm just like, shit. <laughs> Damn it. No, so I... The dark, seedy underbelly of the human condition, my sister likes to say, comes out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In That's the elections. Comes out in, in any time where people are pitted against one another. And unfortunately, we're living in an environment now where it's not it's not good. Yeah. I, so I, I do my best to ignore all of that right now because I'm not in a good mental head spot to handle it. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of the many reasons why... If I was around and if I was 29, 20 years ago, mm-hmm. I could have easily ran and I would have loved to have run for office. Now, hell no. Not with social media. But the thing is, though, like, well, regardless of your social media, people need to get over the fact that people are humans and they like to live their lives. That's the part that I think will take the very longest to happen. Politicians are weirdly put up on a pedestal, just like celebrities. Well, yeah, Whereas but at the same point in time, if we don't learn how to break down the barriers as a generation, like I was telling this to my dad when I was back homeless last weekend, and I was, I said something to him. I was like, my generation will be the generation that ends the social stigma of being man versus woman versus color versus age versus disability. And he's like, what does that mean? I was like, we are going to be equal. Yeah. We are going to understand Stuff. that humans are humans mm-hmm. and we're here for each other more than anything else and he's oh, like yeah. i don't get that it's really hard to explain this to my father and you're just like oh that makes sense why your generation didn't get it that's yeah it's it's like oh, oh okay that's I'm, why we inherited this that's yeah fine. my mom tries to tries to say that wasn't my generation that was your grandparents i'm like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. thanks mom yeah you're wrong but okay <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's it's fine. just it's been topsy-turvy since then though so and you spent time on the east coast too for a hot minute yeah so right after the election wrapped up um i went through some shit um went out to amherst massachusetts with a Mm -hmm. friend for thanksgiving decided that i was going to fulfill my high school dream and move to vermont really Um, wait wait East Coast was your high school, or very specifically Vermont was Vermont your high specifically, dream? Norwich University in particular. Okay. Um, I was actually going to go into the Navy for the longest time. Oh, really? I have this incessant need to give back. Yeah. Um, I don't know why, but... Uh, Good parenting, I hope. I don't know. Definitely wrong. <laughs> um, but I always wanted to go into the Navy, didn't get the scholarship, didn't end up going to school out there, but I still wanted to go to Vermont. So without ever having been... I packed up all my shit when I got back from Thanksgiving, um, drove out Christmas Day, took about a week to get out there, spent about a month and a half, Mm -hmm. and then uh, my depression that I'd been fighting for the last five, six, nine, twelve years, how old am I, 24, 14, 10 years? Long time. Very long time. Um, It caught up to me. Yeah. So... there's something very constricting about living in the woods by yourself. It wasn't even that. Like a lot of people have seasonal depression to where like when the winter hits, they get mopey, they yeah. get sad, they get 
Winter is my time to shine. I was, hate the summer. Was this your... So, oh, of course, I mean, living in Colorado, you've had winter. I love but winter. Was this your first time living on the East Coast or like being mm-hmm. there an extended period of time? Yeah, it is was the, my first time out there, but it wasn't so much... It was that like everything that I had been avoiding... I now had time to think about it. Oh, yeah. I was far away from people that weren't there to distract me from it. So it just, it came, it came crushing all back in all at once. And then I had applied for a full-time gig with Keurig and didn't get it. And instead of being crushed and sad about it, I was so elated that I didn't have to stay there anymore. And and about of insanity, I drove back to Vegas in two days. That's amazing. So I did what I had to do. <laughs> I every time that I um, have that moment where I want to be a writer again and I want to do the whole like Stephen King move to Maine, lock myself in my cabin. I would kill myself. Yep. Every time I think about that, I'm just like, I think I'd last like a week before mm-hmm. the crushing thoughts of my past just squish me in an oblivion. Yep. yep. Yeah. No. So like it, that happy would thoughts. that would be it. It's not even necessarily happy thoughts. It's just that's what life is. It's realistically it is. thinking about like the fact that you're going to die someday and what the fuck are you going to do in the in between? Yep. Like I didn't ask to exist, but I'm here. So I guess I got to try and do something with it. That is one of my favorite favorite thoughts that it's hit me in different points in my life and it's never been a negative thing. It's always just been like a weird flash of like Oh, yeah. I never really asked to be here. Nobody did. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Nobody did. It's a weird thought. Nobody asked to be here. Don't think about it. It's like looking into the abyss and seeing the abyss stare back at you. Don't think about that too long. No, but I like to think about it because it's one of those things where like... It's right on the edge of... Mike could drive you crazy, though. It does drive people crazy. That's why they do shit to make a difference while they're alive. Like, that's how I use it to motivate myself to, like, want to do anything. Good. Thank you. Don't get stuck in the thought. Use it as... Like it's fuel. it's how I've been pulling myself slowly out of out of my my deep dark hidey hole. Um, my biggest issue with the world is that there's not enough people that are educated enough to 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 make a difference, and yep. a lot of that comes from you know impoverished countries and uh, religious uh, boundaries that yep. we we don't cross and we don't want to violate people's stuff. We don't want to. I'm not here to tread on your rights. I'm not here to tread on you as a person. I don't want to in encroach on your your belief system but like at the same point in time there are people that are a part of your your society that would like to change themselves or change their city or change anything and i just i want to be part of the team or the people that help make that a reality for the entire world all over the place food water shelter Mm -hmm. education like i (laughs) Jokingly, I told Laura Krosky, the life coach at Zappos, like while I was working with her, I was like, I want to go to Jupiter and there's no way in hell I'm going to get to do that unless there is some kid that's alive right now that designs a space shuttle that'll get us there. And it's one of those things, selfishly, I want to change the world for myself, Mm -hmm. but it's not, it's not like a a realistic goal that I'm trying to change the world for. No, I I still totally get it because you also got to think that there are so many problems in the world that unfortunately there aren't enough educated people to fix them. So it's, if you do, when you think about the amount of people on this earth Mm -hmm. and the amount of people on this earth who aren't educated, if you are an educated person who is wasting your time, like you are a burden on the society, on the world. There are only so many people in this world that get to be educated. Mm -hmm. And if you are a lucky one of them who's potentially listening to this and you are not doing anything with it, fucking fix that ah. but that's one of the things though is like the more and more people we educate yeah that might devalue 
the college education a little bit. But at the same point in time, how many leaps and bounds forward is that going to move us? I'd rather have a thousand people working on a problem than two. Exactly. That is the easiest, Mm -hmm. easiest way to break this down. And I'm not saying that if you're an educated person, you have to be doing something that's going to further the human race. No. Well, I take that back. Creating content is furthering the human race. Having conversations like this. I'm not saying my podcast is going to further the human race. You don't know that. But at least I'm trying (laughs) something. Exactly. I much rather you write a comic. I much rather you tell funny jokes and help other people get like so do the exact opposite of what our president does okay we're done with this topic now anyway so what i'm saying is onion dip this own thing and i didn't ever explain the rules i did off you did but didn't i know what you're talking Um, that's why i said we're not going to talk about it oh perfect all right we'll just skip it yeah exactly just skip it too late i know too late (laughs) (laughs) um all right so Man, I am so far down this derailed thought process. (laughs) Do you want to bring it back into anything in particular? Any questions you wanted to ask me? Oh, so many. But now my brain is, I have to go catch it. I caught it for you. It's back. Now you're in the room. You're here. Oh, boy. That was was a really good thought. Thank you. You're welcome. Anyways. um, I haven't done this yet. Hmm. Feel free to ask me any questions, too. I, I, I will say that I am looking for the right person to interview me. Ooh. I um, went back to Michigan and uh-huh. was with my family. Yeah. And we did a couple podcasts in the car. I did one with my sister. Um, we were there. Uh, and I thought I wanted my family to interview me. Yeah. But they know me too well that like they wouldn't ask questions that would help people get to know me. Okay. They would ask questions that they want to know. Um, and Which isn't bad. But at the same point in time. I'd rather have a stranger interview me because he'd be able to ask questions and dig dig. So I'm still looking for that right person, but I, I will start opening it up slowly. If there's anything that you want to know, you you are on this show. You're allowed to ask. But, uh, you yeah, know. No, go for it. Keep know. going. You're on a train of thought. I see it. Train ask. left. Oh, shit. It's, yeah, it's okay. It keeps just zooming out of the station it on does. you right now. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, I got to get more sleep or something. Um, oh, boy. Nope, that train's long gone. Once upon a time, in a story land so far away from here, Josh had a question and then he forgot it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just watching you read the storybook and flipping the pages. Thank you. Yeah, it was it was the worst. I'm sorry. That was a terrible story. That's okay. It was much appreciated. There's a reason I don't interact with children very often. this is amazing okay uh when did you figure out that you didn't like kids or when did you figure out you didn't want kids i feel like (sighs) you're young and i'm not saying that young equals experience but like if for you to make that decision at 21 you made that decision at fucking 15 why oh but um so i think it was in middle school I was that kid. I doodled names. I did doodles, whatever. Yeah. You write your future husband's name and your name and hearts. And I didn't do that. Oh, man. But before I didn't you go on, do that. did you ever play MASH? All the fucking time. And okay. all the time I got zero kids. Yes. I always got zero kids. There yeah. was one time, though, that I remember I got seven. And I was like, that's not happening. You're like, so this is the worst. This isn't, that's not real life. But um, I remember one time that I got negative four. And it didn't hit me until like years So you're going to murder four people. Yeah. It didn't. Yes. Years later. Yes. I realized. 
so I don't want to know anything about it because I'm not going to be an accomplice. So I'm just going to know that that was you and Too four bad. people just you're randomly you're end up dead. I'm going to be like, person. damn it, that's Josh. Fuck. And everybody listening is going to know that. Damn it. I, I, I took it more. Anybody paying attention, don't remember those last few seconds of this podcast. I took it more as I had the dark thought in college that if you go to MASH, if you play MASH and you have negative kids, mm-hmm. that those are abortions. And I was like, same oh, difference. Damn, this is dark. Lol, just kidding. <laughs> Abortions aren't real people, but that's a whole other subject that we're yeah. not going to get on. But yeah, no, I, I played Mash as a kid. For us to get into that. <laughs> I'm like, we could just keep recording podcasts all day. Let's just, yeah, we should literally. <laughs> the Adela and Josh channel. <laughs> the Adela, Adela and Josh talk about random things <laughs> today. They drunkenly cover abortion. <laughs> Not if it's right or wrong. They just talk about it. They just talk about it. It's awkward. It's weird. Um, I, I will say nothing is weird to me for many reasons, but one very specific reason is when I was in college, mm-hmm. I was in a class called Taboo Topics. That sounds like a lot of philosophical discussions. No, it, not philosophical. It was how to have conversations about difficult things. And then the answer was you just do. Yeah, you talk about it all the time. Oh, yeah. And yeah, because if you talk about awkward things, it makes them less awkward, and people are more apropos to like talk about it when you're having an actual discussion. It took an entire class to get some people to realize that. Because they're idiots. Well, we're all idiots in our own Very way. Very dense, I yeah. guess. We're all dense in our own way. Yeah. I met my, you know, anyways. Um, I had another question to ask you. I'm literally trying to run after this train. You're going to figure it out one day. It's fine. Okay. It, at 2 in the morning, I'm going to wake up. And I'm going to text you and be like, damn it, Adela. <laughs> well, at least you'll have it written down at that point. Yeah. So we can talk about it when we do another episode of Adela and Josh Talk Abortion. Yeah. Talk Abortion. That should be the name of the show. Adela and Josh Talk <laughs> Abortion. But it won't be just abortion. It'll be everything. Everything. But like it's somehow all leads back to Shmushmorshman. 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 The fuck's a swish portion? You there just call it an abortion. Just call it what it is. I I say that because there was an individual in the class who couldn't, and it was like it was like um they couldn't say abortion. It was weird. Is it like his religion to not say oh, it? No, it was just like it, it. I mean, they got over it. But is it, it was, like if you say Bloody Mary too many times, like <laughs> you say it is going to happen? That's not how this works. <laughs> just poof, abortion start happening. Oh my god. No, it, I, I think it was more like it took them a, a time to realize that words of power and by not saying the word, you give it more power. Oh, so it's like so Voldemort, it like he weird, must not be named. Like, uh, some shit going on. There. Yeah. <laughs> this kid has I'm issues. I'm sorry. I'm hoping sorry. they so had <laughs> some, some fixes. But I remember very specifically hearing Schmorschmorschen sh- in the class and I was like, what? Wait, are you that guy? Okay. No, don't worry. All right. Anywho. Um... We should, you should be on the podcast more often. Yeah, I, I don't feel like mind. We could yeah. talk about weird stuff. I got shit to do. Well, I got class coming up soon, but that's not until the end of August. We'll talk about that afterwards. I'll come to your class and I'll just sit next to you and we'll just talk into the microphones quietly in your class. We'll figure it out. I mean, I'll just give my professor a heads up, be like, hey, my friend's coming to talk to class today. Uh, That'll I go over like to, a lead bomb. I will come and interview your, I'll interview your teacher. I'm down. Figure it out. What's class? I got English 102 and History 101. No, math. Math? Math. Math 120. No, thank you. I'll skip the math. Let's do the history. But math is fun. It's the only thing that's the same in all the languages. And I know that's a stupid, cheesy line from Mean Girls, but it's the truth. Like, I love math. Like, it makes sense. I fucking hate statistics, but that's because it's not math. Um, That's so funny that that you like math because of its constant. Mm Mm-hmm. 
I don't like math because of its constant. Oh. I like English and literature because it Fuck can mean anything. That shit. I mean, well, I can write. I can read. I like, I enjoy it, but I don't. I just, I just, okay, so two mm-hmm. will always be two. It'll always mean two things mm-hmm. and it'll always mean you have Unless one, it means two one. things. Correct. Don't, don't, come on. Don't confuse me. It's I'm, not theoretical math. This is the it's most I've spoken about math in years. <laughs> But the cool thing about it is when you can say the word love, it could literally mean an infinite amount of things. So that's why I prefer English over math. That's just so confusing, though. Like, I'd like to but define the, the word love and then just be done with it. Man. Adele, you'll get there. This is why when you'll I do there. speeches, this is why in my most recent speech, all yeah. I did was look up words. And I'm like, dictionary.com defines this word as such and such. I'm that asshole. I get up there. I explain what hey, the wait. thing is. And then I tell people about it. That's amazing. Yeah. You One know. of my favorite dictionary.com moments. Mm-hmm. Did you watch The Office? No. I apologize. I had to. He starts uh, a wedding toast with okay. the whole dictionary.com defines wedding as a fusing of two metals. It is my favorite joke, and nobody gets it until I describe it. He looked he, up welding. welding. Okay. Yes. Oh my God. It gets me every time. And I, <laughs> That's I'm, funny. I'm now crying and I'm trying to keep it together. Why are you crying? Joke. I love that joke. It gets me. Get it together. Oh boy. That joke is not that funny. It is. You know what's a funny reason. joke? What's brown and sticky? A stick. Yeah. I got you. You're like the only person that knows that joke. Everybody else is like, I don't know, poop. I'm like, no, you idiot. It's a stick. A, 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 a stick is pretty sticky. I, I would hope so. Because otherwise it's a branch. What has four wheels and flies? Mm. Garbage truck. Flies? Flies. You got it. Solid. Bugs. I appreciate that. What do you call a fish with no eyes? I don't know. A fish? <laughs> See, I can't I can't do that sound. <laughs> <laughs> That's you can roll your R's. I can somehow make a There <laughs> you go, you got it. I could do an elephant noise. Can you do that? Yeah. I'm not gonna do it in a microphone, but I'll turn. That was a good one. Yeah, I. That's a, a solid. It also thing. sounded like we were just opening. Yeah, <laughs> making farty noises. Not that I would ever do that in real life, because I'm a lady and I don't fart. Ha. <laughs> Can't tell for laughing at the lady part or the fart part. Both. That's what I thought. Yeah, my brother-in-law the other day, he's like, you know, for as disgusting as you are, and I was like, where are you going with this conversation? Because like, it's gonna not end well for you. He's like. For as much as you fart and burp, and I was like, uh-huh, my normal body functions. Finish he's this. like, he's like, you're actually pretty hygienic. I was like, yes. You're just like, that is literally the only way you could have finished that. I'm like, I don't understand where that train of thought came from yeah. or how you got to where you were going, but I appreciate the fact that you notice I know how to take a shower. Like, what the fuck, man? Damn, that's what I forgot to do today. What? Shower. I'm going to do that when I go home. I, I... Literally. shower at night now. It's weird. I don't like it. You shower at night? It's weird. It do does that. not on purpose. It's I like it's just the that. timing. Like I'm all my schedule's off. It's fucking weird. If I go to bed without brushing my teeth, my day is ruined. Why would you brush your why would wait what? Why I brush my teeth at night brush? and I brush my teeth in the morning. Yeah, why wouldn't you brush your teeth at night? It's one of those things like with the shower, like if I don't have a shower in the morning, I just uh, I can't have one the rest of the day. I just jump in my pool and call it good. See, I don't have a pool. I know, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to rub it in. Whatever. It's my fine. Bags. You're a douche. Yep. Um, so one of the other things that made me say that we're the same person in two different mm-hmm. brains is, and we've um, talked about this at length. Oh, yeah. But we're, we're both bi. Yeah. And um, when people 
I'm going to say, when people ask me why, mm -hmm. I'll respond how I respond. And I would love to know what, how you respond when people say why. That's the one question. When people ask me why or what does it mean, mm -hmm. I say it doesn't matter the physical pieces. I'm more attracted to the brain. Mm -hmm. Like you could take, yep. let's say, l perfect example. I'm just going to use a celebrity everyone knows. Anna Kendrick. Mm -hmm. Anna Kendrick is the perfect, bubbly, cute, like she has the best personality in the world. If Anna Kendrick woke up tomorrow and was a dude, I would be just as attracted to her, him as I was when it was Anna Kendrick. <laughs> so I, that's how I view Okay. Sexuality. How about you? Well, I mean, like, I don't think I've actually ever had anybody ask me why. They've just kind of accepted it. Okay. So um, I'm going to ask you. Yeah. Why are you bi? I'm not. It's not for any reason other than the fact that I, I do fall in love with people's brain. Like, I fall in love with the yeah. person, not Isn't their that genitals. Really dumb question. Too? But it's, it's one of those things that, like, I get it. Like, people are confused. Why don't you just love men? Why don't you just love women? And it's yeah. like, no. It's not even that, though. Like, I don't. I don't necessarily understand the label of pansexual versus bisexual, but to me, bisexual is my same and different. Yeah. All, all other things. So that's my two. That's what bi means to me. Same yeah. as me and different from me. Yeah. So that could be trans man, woman. It could be cisgendered man, woman. Sure. It could be non-binary. It could be gender fluid. It doesn't matter to me. Like I, I don't care. I'm, if I'm going to love you, I'm going to love you. You. Not yeah. your body. Not your butt, not your boobs, not your penis. Like I you. mean, I might like you a little well, more because of those things. Those but. are nice additions. I, my favorite thing in the world, I was talking to one of my very best friends in college, and I, she asked the question. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't discriminate. And in turn, she took that to mean as a straight female that she does, and she got so mad. And it was it, one of my favorite moments where I was like, what I do doesn't affect you. I don't discriminate. doesn't mean that you do. It's one of those things that everybody has that same problem, though. If you say, I don't even know how to explain it without bringing politics into it. No, no, do it. Go for it. But it's, it's one of those things where you're saying, like, it's, it's basically the, the Black Lives Matter movement. Mm -hmm. I am not black, but I do understand why yeah. it's important. Appreciate it. It's one of those it. things, though. Like, it's yeah. all lives matter. No, that's not the point. Yeah. We're I don't saying, discriminate yeah. means I don't care who I fall in love with. Black I, lives matter doesn't mean white lives don't matter. It doesn't mean any other lives don't matter. It just 100%. means they matter too. Exactly. And God forbid someone hears this when I inevitably run for office in the future. That is absolutely what I feel like. The black lives matter. The people behind it might not have the best ideas. And might it's not, not even have necessarily the best. the best anything. You don't have to have the best. You just have to have an idea that's grounded yeah. in... In the fact that we're all the same. We're all the fucking same. My most, my last speech, <laughs> it makes me happy inside because I got really good feedback on it. But my last speech in my class was about why everybody should be a feminist. And my closing line was, in a feminist world, it's a world at peace. Yeah. Because we're all equal. Yeah. It's one of those things where like people always equate feminism with women are better than men. And that's not... That's not what it means. That might be what Urban Dictionary says, but yeah. it's not. Like, it's one of those things where people don't understand that the concept of equality doesn't mean less for you. No. Fem so feminism me, doesn't mean I need to take away male rights to make women equal. No, it I just need to I give need the to women give, more rights. Yes. Or I need to give the, the Asian or the Hispanic or the, the, the black. 100%. Everybody needs to be given the same playing field. Otherwise, we're never going to move forward as a society. Yeah. Fully agree. Like... It's just one of those things, though. So, like, I apply that to my sexuality, too, by just... 
I don't care who you are, what you look like, as long as you're not a dick, we can make it work. Yeah. Most of the time, if it's, you smoke cigarettes, that's probably the only other thing I got going against yourself. Yeah. But that's, it's, it's, it's really hard to find people though that fit that mold. Like I still, I've never been in a relationship and that might just be because I don't like people. But <laughs> we keep coming back to not liking people. I'm I so glad you're sitting here with me today talking about how much you hate me. I don't and let's hate just, you. No, I have a specific group of people that I enjoy their like their company. I dislike. No, not friends. I don't even know if it's friends. <laughs> They're my people. Acquaintances. I don't know. It's not an acquaintance. It's your higher level than an acquaintance. And it's not. You friend actually, isn't the word that I would use. You, you said it. You said it in you're a really my good people. way. My people. I really like that. So it's one of those things. You're like, it, I, when I talk about my friends, it's really hard to distinguish that to people because I'm always telling them, oh yeah, I went hung out with my friends. They're like, well, okay, well, what group was it? Was it my musician friends? Was it my yeah. Zappos friends? Was it my friends from home? Was it my friends from this? Like, I just give up, and people can't keep track of my stories because I use names. Yeah. Instead of like my brother-in-law, I'm like my Brian, yeah. my sister Shaya. Like yeah. I use names because I hate. I hate not talking about the person. Why am I telling you the story if you don't know who it is? Yeah. 100%. So. Speaking of, I would love to get Brian and Shea on this podcast. Oh, I yeah. think they would be a blast. You'd have the to have them together us. and then separate. And I then the three that. of us. Oh, that's what we should do. Yeah. It could be all three of us talking and then the two of you go out and Brian and I just talk and then he leaves. And yeah, Shea we'll just make a day of it. Talk. We'll go get high. Let's do hop it. Hop in the pool. Oh, drink a lot of booze. That sounds perfect okay anyways moving on we'll figure uh, out a day when we're all free so you said you never had a relationship in, and i know that we were kind of joking but it's because you don't like people is do you have qualities you look for in a person i don't know i had let me take that back i had a boyfriend for three weeks my junior year of high school and the only reason this even happened is because i was i grew up in colorado i Forgot to mention that I spent my junior year of high school in Oregon for my mother's job. Oh, okay. So I didn't know anybody. I knew no one. Yeah. Um, except for my aunt. But, like, I knew no one in the school. And my goal for me was to prove that I was I was worthy of an, a, a partner. And it was, I'm going to get a boyfriend and we're going to make things work. And it's just going to happen. Love it. Um, I, I do love that you are the, the right brain to my left brain where you're like <laughs> calculating what needs to happen. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Maybe God forgot to give me my right side and forgot to give you the left side. No, and I'm creative. Just, I, I have know. you seen my Instagram? I take all kinds of pictures, I'm sir. Totally messing with <laughs> totally messing with but anyways, continue. I get it. But so you calculate out. I needed I needed a boyfriend and I needed to prove that I could get I could do that. So I did. It Proved lasted three Can weeks. Uh, myself, people, sure, everyone. Yeah. Um, popped it on social media for what it was worth. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. No, no, yeah. What does a 16-year-old do with a boyfriend? Fucking nothing. He didn't have a car. Yeah, that's a very good point. Like, Anyhow, so you had to prove it to yourself, and then after three weeks, were you just like, uh, it wasn't. It out. wasn't intentional. There's this thing called the snowball in uh, a lot of old-timey towns. It's mentioned on Stranger Things. Um, Footloose, I think. It's Sadie Hawkins-style <laughs> dance. You invite the boy out. You It's like winter prom almost. Yeah. Um, I went to my boys' school, so. Ooh. Um, <laughs> I asked him to go to it. He said something. I got mad. And then I was like, I need time to think. I was on Facebook talking to my sister. That's the one thing you don't fuck with me in my life oh, is my man. sister. Yeah. My relationship with my sister sure. is nothing you can be. Oh, yeah. You are not more important than that. 
similar. I can so, make fun of my brother and sister all day, but if you, I will hit you in the face. Yeah. So it's it's one of those things where like he's like, you're not even thinking about what's wrong with our friend or relationship. You're talking to your sister, and I was like, dope, we're done. I don't got to deal with you anymore. If you can't even leave me alone, so I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. All I do know is that like four years later, I found his phone number and called him. I was like, hey, what's up? He's like, oh, my God, I thought you were one of our asshole friends that was teasing me again. I was like, what do you mean again? That's amazing. <laughs> so apparently he never got story. over me. That's a whole nother story. Oh, exactly. Man. I don't know. I don't care. But the thing is, is like after that, I was just like, OK, well, I don't really have time for a boyfriend. I don't really have time for a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I don't have time for a relationship. Sure. Like I said, my senior year of high school, I was on trimesters. In order to stay eligible for speech and debate and golf, I had to take four classes out of five for for the year. So I took a full load as a senior, which was unnecessary. So I had four classes each try. I worked at the movie theater uh-huh. and at a daycare. Which um, uh, movie theater? Which, this uh, is a town in my tiny little town. Little, okay. um, but yeah, I worked two jobs. I did speech and debate, soccer, and golf. Cheese and rice. Yeah, okay. I, and I a get full load of classes. Yeah, I get the whole not having time. So I didn't have time, and I didn't care. Like, I've I've dated around Vegas a couple different times. Like, the most I see people is once or twice. Sure. And I get bored. Yeah. I get bored very easily. What's your... Do, do, do you have a... I know you haven't figured out what you're looking for, but do you have a type that you're more attracted to? I'm not asking girls or guys because that's my least favorite question in the world. <laughs> um, Just stop it. Everyone who has a bi <laughs> or not straight friend, do not ask them if they prefer girls or guys more. It is the most well, unnecessary Well, I mean, I'm more, I'm more emotionally question. attached to women and more physically attracted or attacked attracted to women more physically attracted to men okay but that's just the way that my split goes yeah um it totally makes sense uh as far as like what i'm attracted to like personality wise mm-hmm. it's usually uh older people that mm-hmm. like i i'm 24 but 90 percent of the time when people meet me for the first time they're like oh you're you're only 20 i you're only 24 that you're only 24 most people think up. i'm <laughs> in like my mid-30s which mm-hmm. i'm not at all mad about i have tried my hardest to present that way for the longest time so it's it's a product of my conditioning like i do it on purpose yeah um so i'm attracted to people that are on that same intellectual level because it's not a physical thing you don't look like you're 34 it's just a mental thing and the way you carry yourself it makes you feel like you're not 24 you're 34 exactly there are times when i act like a 24 year old there's times when i act like a 10 year old but that's not the point like the point is like when i when i crush which is not very often Mm. it's it's going on right now but we're not going to talk about that um <laughs> is it me no Damn it. i love you but no Damn it. there's somebody else Damn there's it. somebody else josh i just have to tell you now oh. <laughs> but All right, this interview's over when i crush it's 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 very quickly after one or two things have been pointed out to me about the sure. person yeah um either something they're passionate about mm-hmm. or something that they're educated on yeah so I've over the course of the last six years, I've had two really strong crushes. Like crushes outside of the one that I have right now. Yeah, which is again just to confirm, not me. Not you. Damn it. No. Come on. She's a lucky lady, though. If I get anything out of it, mm. hey. But uh, I don't know. It's one of those things I've never since since high school. It was like, well, I did it once. I don't need to do it again. So yeah. it's not been a top of mind priority for me. Sure. Um. I just kind of flow. I just kind of fucking do what I can. Yeah. I got shit to do. I got people to see. I got, <laughs> I got a car to wash. You know, I'm an adult. I do adulty things. I know. Isn't that crazy? It's fucking weird. It's weird to think about like that. I don't like thinking about that. 
I one day you're just an adult and you pay bills, you go to the grocery store, you cook your own fucking food. Isn't that funny though that like I'm not putting words in my parents' mouths, but like that generation was like looking forward to being an adult and doing things. And I feel like our generation is just like I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's very it's very much a difference in generation. Um, yeah. One of my old coworkers at Zappos, she uh, she'd gone to a conference with one of her coworkers, and and the the person presenting was like, okay, so at what age are you an adult? Yeah. And the gentleman who she went with the conference was in his like late fifties, early sixties. Sure. She was almost 30 at the time Mm -hmm. and she's like well maybe 32 he's like 20 that's like the difference in the way a generation sees who is and isn't grown to future mature adulthood um is so drastic oh yeah because for (laughs) for us our millennial fucking subgroup we don't give a shit yeah about the two and a half what are the what's that called nuclear family the two and a half kids white picket fence four car garage oh, whatever yeah. the fuck it's called <laughs> we don't want that <coughs> Ooh, pardon me. we also can't fucking afford it yeah that's the other thing because we buy too much it. avocado toast uh, <laughs> chipotle <laughs> and chipotle's gonna run me out of business just because not i know only do you have to pay extra for guac but it's now they have not- queso Oh yeah, I saw. Mm, I saw something on BuzzFeed. They tested it. They're still working it out. I'm not exactly on board with that until I, I've tried it and it's a hundred percent perfected. I have just been waiting for better queso. Than have you ever about. been to Casa Don Juan? It's not Casa. It's Casa. Casa Don Juan. Casa Don Juan. Casa Don Juan. Casa Don Juan. There, Whoa, yeah, Dunsmore, the, put that away. Um, anyway, so Casa Don Juan has the absolute best queso dip in the city. It There's, has a great white queso, too. That, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah It's yeah. their white queso dip. There's also Juan's Flaming Fajitas on uh, Flamingo and some something. No, I'll call you back. Um, all, all Vegas references for anyone who's listening. Yeah, yeah. No, so it's just cheese dip. That's my life. Cheese dip and guacamole yeah. and, and a lot of Mexican food. And that's why I can't afford a house. Exactly. I just yeah. eat too many fucking avocados. But hey, my systems work real nice. My body works real good. Real good. Real good. Real good. But yeah. I mean, I'd rather have fucking adventures than a goddamn house. Yep. And I think that is a fundamental difference between our generations. I'd much rather have an experience than a blank. Yeah. I'd rather take a thousand more pictures and be in a thousand more places and spend thousands more dollars on traveling and seeing the world than adding more people to it that it can't sustain. Then, yeah. Yep. What is it? You, you can... You're most... You're able to, at one time, you can only hold 50 friendships at once. That's like the most, as a human, mm-hmm. that you're like physically able to. Okay. Like that. I don't know. I don't think I've ever heard that before. Yeah, hold on. But I did hear something when I was, when I was religious. These are dark times. Whoa. When I was we religious. We age that I would oh, have so many questions We got for. so many things to talk about. But when I was religious, one of, one of the few things that did stick out to me is the, one of our talks was about your soulmates and like they were talking about your god soulmate blah 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 blah. but they're like in your lifetime you have eight soulmates and i was like oh okay so i found three of them yeah where the fuck my other five at hello but it's one of those things where like it's not not to them it was you have one that's your romantic relationship one that's your god Mm -hmm. relationship like and i get that but at the same point in time like i've always thought i'm like okay well i have more than one soulmate regardless but 
the same point in time, I don't necessarily believe in soulmates. I don't believe in a lot of little random shit. But I, I totally get what they're talking so about. So it's like it's one of those things where, like, when you say fifty friendships, yes, but of those, I'm probably only maintaining about six. Yeah. At a time. Okay, so I wanted to come back to that fifty thing. Evolutionary anthropologist Robin Dunbar, um, our brains aren't big enough. Mm-hmm. We can only ever have hundred and fifty friends at most. So why do I have 650 friends on Facebook? Let's see, exactly. So what you're saying is I got to go comb, comb through them again, go delete some people. Through. I, You know what? I bet you if you did, I wonder how close you'd be to that number. To that people I'd probably who be, you need. All I do is I put a new picture up on Facebook, and depending upon how many likes I get, I go through my Facebook again. It's, I clean my Facebook out about once a month. Or not once a month, once a year. Feels good, doesn't it? And it's not even because I hate the person. It's because I don't know you, and I don't care about your life. Yeah. I love you as a human. I'm glad you exist, but we we added each other as a mutual thing, and there's no reason for it. So I get it. 150 friendships seems like enough. That and it's it's meaningful, like friendships. Yeah, to where so I can like, have a good conversation you with you, some, and you actually yeah. understand what the hell's going on in my life. So if you're at 150 and another one comes in, you're most likely don't have enough time to cope with one another leaves. So it's crazy. Uh, I'll I'll tweet out this this article and it also talks send about, me a link to it. Yeah, it's really cool. He gets deep into why evolutionary anthropologists like they can help predict our future and why they would have helped social networks, you know, if they had been consulted. Anyways, yeah, I'll, I'll tweet out Too this link now. and I'll make sure to give it to you. Yeah, no, right? That's the next generation's problem: how to build better social media. Did, did you ever? Um, there was one that I was very into, hmm. and it was called Path. P-A-T-H, mm-hmm. and it unfortunately didn't have, it, it, its own purpose might have been its problem. It, it was following this, where it's you can only have uh. so many relationships. So Path was like Facebook, but only for your closest friends. So, so it's it, like MySpace top 10, but of, all the time. Yeah. So you could only <laughs> have 50 friends. It's weird that I know what that is, right? Because I'm right. like 24, and people are like, what's MySpace? That's, I feel like, <laughs> what's so funny is that people now know about MySpace through like TV references. Much like I know what like an old, you know, 1950s computer looks like because it's been in like movies from back then. Yeah, that big ass fucking thing. Yeah, there are now times and people who are only see MySpace through the internet, the lens of like a TV yeah. show or something making fun of it. There was a tweet that I saw that was getting dragged through the mud because <laughs> it was this 16 year old girl who said, how cool would it be if we could add music to our twitter profiles so when i went to your profile page and start playing music and everyone's just like oh my god this used to be our past why is it coming back to our future like it's because we go in cycles i know i love it we don't history doesn't repeat itself it's just on like a spinning axis big old secular it's like, motion. It's like a it's like a big old fucking ellipse it's like what's happening i'm so confused remember those things we said we'd never do them again why don't we try it one more time i'm so excited for like multiple polos to uh-huh. come back like where you had like four collars oh going. fuck that was disgusting but uh, i might actually enjoy it now because i can wear back. i can wear polos again in about a month and a half two months oh yeah let's talk about that because yeah. i, bet I you, know that that reference comes from nowhere but yeah i bet you other people will have questions about this so if we talk about this you might get questions outside of yeah this. no absolutely um, so so let, for a little bit of background and for those who don't know you because uh, i'm a very large chested woman and i have been chest. since i was quite young and I finally decided to do something about it and get a breast reduction. And most people are very hush hush about their cosmetic surgery and blah 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 blah. But I'm I'm very open about a lot of my life. I most people like know about my depression. Most people know yeah. about my other stuff. Like 
I'm going to go get my boobs chopped off because I would like to run around the house without a sports bra on yep. or I would like to go work out. I do CrossFit. Yeah. I can't I can't adequately work out because of it. And, and you're not. And when you said chop off, you're not getting like a mastectomy. No, like, no, I'm not getting a full like blown a, mastectomy. It's it's a, just like a, a reduction. A I'm going like, from an H to a D. Yeah. So. So you can people. wear my bra on my head right now and I will be able to maybe put a bra on my elbow. after it's over is that really how you're that's how i'm measuring it my hands so i have really large hands as well yeah um i have four hands full of boob right now and you want two i want one hand full of boob okay that is a really good way to that's the the most adequate way to explain it that's so funny yeah but it's it's heavy i talked to the doctor today i actually had my consultation and she said two pounds roughly from both sides that isn't crazy. That, That's a lot of fucking boob. Man. The Try Guys on BuzzFeed actually wore these like uh, simulated wet, uh, breast weight plates. It was yeah. it was two two five two and a half pound weights on both sides, and they're like, "This is the fucking worst. My neck hurts, my back hurts, my everything hurts." Yeah. He's like, "I had to stand up at the end of the day, and my back went." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, welcome to my world." That is. I will say, and I still don't get why women are making 70 cents more than men because of all the shit that you guys have to deal with. Oh, I was like, like why we are making 70 cents more? Because no, what the fuck? No, no we are not. Were, right? Because when, when you break down the makeup, the outfits, the shoes, the fact you have to deal with these boulders attached to your body. We, like we play into the game on. that society is built. So women wear makeup and men don't. Stupid women wear society. bras and we shouldn't have to. Women wear high heels and what the fuck is that for our posture? But like the thing is, I was like all these trends that have been turned over to women started out as stuff that dudes did. Yeah. Dudes started wearing high heels. Dudes started wearing makeup. Mm-hmm. Dudes were the ones with the fucking wigs and their goddamn weird ass white powdered shit. Yeah. Like it was it wasn't a test of masculinity or femininity back when these things were invented. It was just a way to distinguish the upper class from the lower class. And now it's a way to distinguish whether or not you've got a dick or a vagina Let's or nothing yeah. or whatever. But like the thing is, is like, it's just, ugh. come on, man, ugh. let's take back makeup. I really, really could use some. Concealer. I'm just going to say that guy liner is probably one of the hottest things on a dude. It is. Oh, it's absolutely. Probably one of the hottest things on a dude. The most attractive man i've ever seen it on he's in batman either the dark knight rises are you talking about the mayor yeah he's also in lost (laughs) he's so So, hot (laughs) so much guideline for those who haven't seen it's um the dark the christopher the christopher Christopher nolan Nolan. it's the second one yeah with heath ledger um okay i'm literally pulling i don't remember his name but he's got I, Some of the prettiest eyes. Is it really? I don't know if it's Skyline or if he if just has really thick bottom lashes. But regardless, it's hot. It's yeah, hot. Let me, let and if you look up. at like the Instagram models on today's world, not some of them because some of them are pieces of shit yeah but um a lot of the dudes that are on there doing their makeup are fucking phenomenal oh and yeah. that's the thing is i don't care how you do what you do just don't be mean to other people while you're doing it um for those who are curious yes What's nester carbonell nester nester he it just lost nester. so many hot points because of that name but, but hold on look at his eyes again I know. They're insane. It's okay. Fine. He, he does look like he has perma, perma, like, guy Like he got on. tattooed? Yeah. But maybe he just has really thick bottom lashes. I think that's what it is, because all these photos, he looks like he has a lot of guy liner. He doesn't just... I think he's just got naturally gorgeous dark eyes. But, like, that's the thing, though, is, like, why should that be, oh, that's feminine? Nah. He just looks hot. 
Yeah. And more dudes should embrace all of that. I I wish I wish we could take it. I'll 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 take back. Well, I'll take back makeup any day. Yeah. Yeah. If I could just embrace the man brow, that would be great. I just don't have any eyebrow left. See, <laughs> like that's the thing. I tweezed it too much as a kid. That's amazing. But yeah, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. We we have literally gone everywhere. I don't <laughs> like we. You're welcome. <laughs> politics. We've hit boobs. And pretty much everything in between. Is Although there anything a lot in between? Of p- politicians are boobs, so it's kind of the same are thing. Are they boobs? Don't disgrace boobs that way. No, they're boobs in like the dummy way. Not That's what like I mean. Awesome, you're you're, you're making you're making them bad. Don't oh. don't call politicians boobs. Call them anuses. How about taint? No one needs a taint. Yes. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> the, needs a taint. The Grundle, the fleshy front bridge. The, whoa. Haven't heard that in forever. Yeah, it's a Cards Against Humanity card. Yeah. Ayo. Oh, man. I haven't played that game in forever. I would love to figure out how to turn that into a podcast playing board games. But I, it's so visual that no. you would just have to very. Yeah. You'd have to very specifically talk. It's in the moment. Yeah. I got you. I um I, I once live streamed a game of um uh, bears versus babies with the help of the Zappos social and AV team. Bears versus babies. It's, so did you ever play Exploding Kittens? Yeah. By the Oatmeal. Yeah. So this is uh, Matt. Uh, he's a, a wonderful acquaintance friend, and he uh, created a second game called okay. Bears versus Babies, and it is. I'm gonna have to text awesome. my brother-in-law about that. It is one of the best games. Br- bring him over. I have it. I have oh, early oh okay. And we'll play it. It's my it's my favorite game. Mm. And I had to like narrate what was happening as we were playing. Ah, and it okay. was difficult. I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. Well. Anywho, we should absolutely play that. Great game. And for those who are listening, that's my plug. Everyone on the show gets one <laughs> plug. My one plug is that you need to go buy Bears vs. Babies from The Oatmeal. Matt and there you go. It Do it. Best board game ever. What's your plug? What's the, what's the one thing you're going to plug? Um, Anything you want. Be a fucking feminist. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, feminism. Like, feminism. Just own that shit. And again. Do 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 good. Be good. Be better. Just fucking be a feminist. It doesn't mean we're taking away men's rights. It means we're it's making just them equality. equal too. It's literally just equality. Come on, guys. Don't be dumb. Just do it. Like that's just, just fucking do it. Just make the world a better place. I, I get frustrated sometimes when I have to try to figure out how to have these conversations with friends who oh. are like, who don't like the word feminism. They're like, you're a feminist. I'm just like, oh, this is going to bug me. Yeah. Like, is that a dirty word to you? On. Because if it is, let's get nasty up in here. Yeah. But yeah, no, I get it. It's rough. It's rough for some people and change is hard and it's never going to be easy. But at the same point in time, if you want to make a difference or if you want, if you want the world to be a different place, you have mm-hmm. to do something to embrace it. So. Yeah. So we've had two plugs, one for Bears vs. Babies, one for feminism. And Robbie, what would you like to plug? Our little producer's in the studio today. He's just a pooper. That's the all he's plugging is just a pooper. Oh, that's... Just a seepy little pooper. Oh, he's a sleepy little pup. He, he, oh my God. I'm going to go ahead and say, I love, is he listening? Is he sleeping? Can I talk about him? I think he's asleep. Oh, good. So Robbie Robertson is the dog of the house. And he is so much more into girls than he is guys. It is amazing, and I need to take him on walks. Same. Straight up. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. He is like a ladies' man. There you go. He will, like, if there's a crowd of dudes, he would go through to find the one chick. You gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. A little, a little hot and terrier like that. This is a poop. This is a pooper. Oh, boy. 
Anyway, Anywho. I've gone full derp dog, so that's we've gone all the that's way. That's a yeah. day. We can't go much <laughs> further. Um, thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. This was good. This yes, is good. This was a blast. I really appreciate you coming on, and I'll keep noodling on how that we can have like a board game podcast night. We'll fucking figure this shit we'll out. Figure it out. We'll figure it out. Woo woo. All right, Adela. We'll see you soon. Absolutely. See ya. Bye.